son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. For the ones who know that a little late is always too late, and that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, and our Keep Stock Inventory Management Solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com slash Keepstock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth with your host, Diane Helbig. Diane is a leading small business development and leadership coach, author, and speaker who is passionate about sharing valuable ideas, tips, and techniques with business professionals worldwide. Diane brings you the world's experts and gurus in all things business, whether it's sales, structure, social media, planning, or plateauing, guests bring their expertise and energy to each episode. When growing your business is your focus, Accelerate Your Business Growth is the show to listen to. Got a topic or guest suggestion? Let Diane know. The goal is to make sure you have the information you need to move your business forward. Thanks for joining us. Settle in and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. I'm imagining that you are aware that Audible.com is a leading provider of audiobooks, but you may not know all the other content they have to offer. So you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth and check it all out for yourself. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. The Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast continues to gain recognition as a great resource for small business owners, sales professionals, entrepreneurs, business leaders, uh, you name it. We are fortunate uh, that we have been included on lists of the best podcasts to listen to for varieties of business reasons. Uh, and this is really due to the guests. Uh, these are folks who have um, expertise in particular areas of business, and they join me to have a conversation where they share that expertise with all of you. That way you can get the information that you need so you can do better things in your business. Today is no exception. My guest today is Patricia Stallworth. Patricia, otherwise known as the Profit Coach, teaches business owners how to get back to basics to plan to make the money they had in mind when they first started their business. She says that four out of five businesses will fail and the majority of the failures will be related to money issues. Patricia is the CEO of PS Worth, the author of the Profit Handbook and the host of the So Boss 360 podcast. 
Thanks so much for joining me today, Patricia. Thanks for having me. I am thrilled to have you here. We are going to be exploring the five costly mistakes that business owners make um, that are so costly that they can not only uh, cost them money, but could potentially cost them their business as well. And when I read your bio, I read that you say that four out of five businesses will fail. I think that is a staggering statistic. Uh, but that's not really the end of the story, is it? No, it, it, it's, it's really not the end of the story. Um, the other statistic that's sort of buried inside of that is that uh, over the past few years, 66% uh, of businesses either did not make a profit or just broke even. Wow. Yeah, that's staggering. When you yeah. realize that only a third of the people in business actually made money. Oh my goodness. Okay. So how, do you, how do you survive? <laughs> you know? So, so yeah, those going out of business, that, that's not the end of the story. The story continues on for those who, wow. who survive in a sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But not well and not for very long. I, I mean, my gosh, how long can you go? I guess you could go for a while breaking even, but then you have no money to invest in your business. No money to invest, no return on your investment. Remember, your business is really an investment in and of yeah. itself. And yeah. uh, if you're just breaking even, you're not making any kind of return on your investment. Wow, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, oh, having said that, <laughs> let's jump into these mistakes. So what is the number one mistake you see business owners make? Well, it's, it's kind of hard. They're, they're all almost, you know, it's, it's hard to know where to start. But I'm just going to start with, with the first one I, I thought of. And that's okay. really just not understanding where you are related to your goals. That is not understanding what's coming in, what's going out, and where it's going. And what's left over. You know, it's like, yeah. I mean, we might, we might have an idea of what's coming in. Yeah. And, and I have a lot of, I, I mean, I talk to a lot of business owners who tell me, you know, that in their gut, they know what's going out, you know, and they know where they stand. They know what's left over. But when they look at the reality of it, their gut is generally off a little bit, you know, yeah. They're not, they don't really have as much <laughs> left over as they think they have left over because they've forgotten about all those little expenses that keep creeping up and they don't take those things into account. So it wow. is really, um, that's, that'll get you right away. If you don't know where you stand at all times, uh, not having, you know, they talk about cash is king and yeah. I say cash flow is queen. And if you don't have a king or a queen, <laughs> then, then you're really sunk. You're sunk. So yeah, right. Your kingdom is, is yeah. falling down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. And, and so, wow. I mean, that's, that's just, I, I got to think that then they are just amazed when they actually see what the numbers really are. Yeah. And the, the, here's the issue. Most of them don't want to look at the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like I've, talked, I've talked to people. In fact, I talked to a woman today who was a business owner. And she said, I, can't under, I, can, I don't see why understanding my numbers would help me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's wow. like okay. And you know, I, I have this other philosophy and this philosophy is my job is not to convince you. 
Yeah. My job is to inform you. And if you don't want to take that information, then I'm okay with that. Because as I always say, once I've told you something, you cannot unhear it. <laughs> so, so if you don't think your numbers are that important to you, fine. I have no issue with that. I have told you and that's the end of the, end yeah. Of the story. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, I have so many questions. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> because I mean, I, I would think that someone would like that would become really, really important when some expense out of the blue popped up mm -hmm. and they couldn't cover. Well, you, you know, here, here's the thing. They've done studies and they've, they've shown that in, uh, in terms of personal finances, the average person could not cover a $400, you know, expense without going into debt, you know, using a credit yeah. card or something like that. Yeah. The same thing happens to business owners, mm. unfortunately. They're in the same boat because generally the way you manage your personal finances is the same way you manage your business finances and vice versa. So uh, uh, most business owners are right there on the cusp all the time. You know, anything could just knock them off of that at any point. Well, and we've noticed that with this, you know, we're recording this during the pandemic and Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's really uh, a, a spotlight is shining on um, the, the, this whole idea that small business owners don't have the money to withstand something like this. You know, they don't they don't have savings, even though they're told mm -hmm. they should have savings. They, they don't. No, they absolutely don't. And the, the other part of that, as you talk about, as you talk about savings is that they don't have any retirement either, you know, oh. it's like, it's like the, it's the kind of thing where, okay, I want to, I'm going to work till I drop is what a lot of people tell me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care if you do want to work until you drop. What is wrong with having some extra money? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like I don't see the problem with having that retirement money just in case you want to not work as much, you want to go on a vacation, you you know, you want to do things. Having yeah. that extra money is not going to hurt you, even if you work till you drop. You know, so, yeah, right. And, and besides, which thing. you know, it's it's tax deductible when you invest in your retirement plans at work as a business owner. So you're doubly losing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what's the second mistake? Okay. The second mistake, and we just kind of covered that a little bit. It's having no plan A, which means you don't have a plan B either, you know? Yeah. And so the plan A is really the roadmap to run your business. And I know a lot of, a lot of business owners go crazy when I mention having a plan because they think of this giant book thing, you know, this, this hundred yeah. pages or whatever, but that's not the kind of business plan I'm talking about. What I'm really talking about is a one page business plan that I work with my clients with. And we put that one page business plan together and we review it every month so that they're always on track and they always know what they're doing. And from that plan, we create a plan B for things like COVID-19 that we never knew. Was <laughs> you know? And so we, we take that plan and we still, uh, they're still able to stay on track for the most part with what they wanted to accomplish because they have that plan B that tells them what to do when the unexpected happens. Okay. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, and um, you know what? I'm going to take a sponsor break so that I don't have to think about it. Okay. Um, and, and then we can just keep going. So uh, Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is uh, sponsored by Audible.com, and we are thrilled about that. And um, I'm wondering how many of you really realized how much audio content is going on over there? Because, you know, they've got thousands of audiobook titles. We all know that. that that's pretty much um, pretty, pretty well exposed and we're pretty aware. But you may not know about all the other content like podcasts and audible originals, guided meditations, news. And it's just, it's incredible how much uh, audio content that is available there. And the cool thing is that, that you can get all of that stuff in one place. So like you don't have to go to one place to get your audiobooks and another place to listen to podcasts and another place for guided meditations. So um, it's, it's in an interesting way, a time saver. Um, and I would like you to be able to check that out for yourself. So they have graciously provided me with a link where you can get a free trial. That link is audibletrial.com slash business growth. So do yourself a favor, go to the link, sign up for the trial, and check out the content that is available to you on audible.com. I think you're going to be thrilled and surprised. Today we are speaking with Patricia Stallworth about the five often overlooked mistakes that cost a business money, if not the business itself. So uh, we, have, we have discussed um, two of the mistakes that you see business owners making. What would be a third? A third would be using tactics versus strategies to try to grow your business. So what do I mean by a tactic yeah. versus a strategy? A tactic is something like those bright, shiny objects. You know, if I, if I just have this, then I can grow my business and everything is going to be fine. And so you go after these things one after the other. Um, I need a better lead magnet. I need mm -hmm. a book. I need, you know, if you get all of these things together, then that's going to be the thing that's really going to put you over the top. Uh, a strategy, on the other hand, is a plan. It's a plan of how you're going to get to where you want to go. And so people are constantly buying all of these tactics, you know, yeah. these bright, shiny objects. Yeah. And then they look and say, I wonder why I'm not making money because I was supposed to be making money when I got that book. That was the thing that was really <laughs> going to take me over the top and it's not working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause you have to have, as you said, a plan, yeah. a strategy, right? <laughs> and, and then Tactics go in there, like there might be some that make sense, but they're, they're attached, they're tethered to the strategy. Now, they're not just these wild, oh, that looks good, and so-and-so said this was a good thing to do, so. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, 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 really, it's really understanding that you don't know what you need if you don't have a plan, you know, you're just, it's like throwing yeah. spaghetti at the wall to see what's actually going to stick. Yeah. And that's no way to run a business. You know, most people would never, never, never think about going on a vacation without a plan. 
You know, yeah. you got to know where you're going, how you're going to get there, where you're going to stay, you know, what are you going to do while you're there? You know, you plan all these things, but when it comes to business, it's like, yeah. well, we just kind of go from day to day and we see what happens. And you know, <laughs> that's, that's no way to run a business. It's really not. Okay. But I mean, do you have any sense of why so many small business owners are doing this? Because here's what happens. People look at business owners and they say, oh my goodness, that looks really easy. I could do that. Yeah. You know? And so they jump in without any training or any thought of training and they know that they're good at whatever they do. You know, I'm a good yeah. basket weaver. I could make all kinds of baskets, you know? And so yeah. as long as I put my baskets out there, then my business is going to grow and I'm just going to, you know, be spectacular. Not realizing that business is more than just having something that you're good at. Uh, having a business also means that you know how to manage that business. And if you have people working for you, how to manage those people. Yes. Um, so many clients that I talk to actually have an accountant or, or a bookkeeper. And so they don't think they need to take care of their finances because they have an accountant or a bookkeeper to do that. And it's like, yeah, they take care of what's already happened and give you reports and things like that. But they don't tell you how, you know, what's a good way for you to manage your business based upon your financial numbers. You know, they yeah. don't tell you which products or services are doing really good, or maybe you're underpricing in certain areas or, or different. They don't give you the strategies. They just tell you what's happened and put in a report and do your taxes. So uh, that is no excuse or no substitute for you giving up that side of your business. You can't do it. Yeah, that's sort of rear view. When you say it that way, it's like rear view mirror, right? Mm -hmm. You're looking it backward is. at your business. Yeah, that's interesting. Wow. Okay. All right. Number four. Oh, number four is, we touched on that one, is the failure to price your products and services appropriately. Ah, ah yes. Now, that's a big mindset thing for a lot of people. You know, yeah. um, I can't charge uh, certain things because people will think that I'm just trying to cheat them or, or I only, I only want to help wealthy people and I don't want to help, you know, I mean, it's, it's like, and one of the things that I've come to learn is that your strategies around pricing or your hangups around pricing have to do with a hangup that you have yourself. So it's kind of a mirror of you. Hmm. And so when you begin to think about I would never pay that much for something. So why would I charge that much for something? So it, it's a connection to you. And so you really have to, uh, pricing is, is a lot of mindset, but really the way to price, price your products and services is to really think about the value that somebody is getting out of that. You know, it's, it's in some cases we can look at the numbers and we can say, if somebody does what I am, you know, if somebody buys my product or service, it's going to save them X number of dollars. Yeah. Um, in other cases, we're not able to get sort of like that. It may be that if somebody buys my product or service, then they have more energy. They have better relationships. They have, you know, whatever your business, whatever it is that, that you offer to your clients and you need to understand what the value of that is. So, um, I had a client who was uh, doing weight loss. And so the thing of it is, is that she didn't think she could charge very much for her weight loss classes because, you know, you can get them everywhere pretty cheap and actually you can go online and watch them and things like that. And so I started to, you know, we started to talk about really what is the value that you give somebody? So think about this. Overweight people 
do not move up if they have a corporate job. They don't move up like other like skinnier people, you know. I oh. mean, it's just it's just a way that, you, that there's so many things that happen to people who are are overweight compared to people who are not overweight. Wow. And so as you go through life, and maybe their relationships are not that they don't have that great of relationships. There's so many things. So when you look at that at the end of the day. You're, you have a valuable service. If you're actually able to help them lose that weight and keep it off, then you've given them something that's almost invaluable. Yeah. I love this because uh, I am so with you on this. I, the, what I ask people to do is think about the value, the result of what mm -hmm. they do, not the how of what they do. Because people don't really necessarily care how you do it. Right. They want to know what's in it for them? Like, what are they going to get from that? Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I have these groups and I, um, that I meet with twice a month and we met, I guess last week. And I asked everyone in both groups, if I were going to call one of your clients and ask them what the value is of working with you, what would they tell me? Cause I think it's easier for people to think about it that way. Right. Right. Then, then feel like they're, they're bragging or something. But if they really think about, okay, this is what I've heard from my clients. Mm -hmm. This is, then they can get to that place of, oh, right. There really is an outcome. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, it makes all the difference. It does. It makes, it makes a lot of difference when you look at it that way versus, well, the competition is only charging $99, yeah. you know, or something. So how could I possibly charge, you know, $500 for my course? You know? Right. Uh, so it's a, it's a different kind of, it, it's a different mindset and it's putting your, it's really looking at looking at things from a different perspective. And that's where we get lost so much, so much where it's so lost in our heads that we're, yeah. we're not really, right. we're not really going, going outside and looking at, at the different things that, that we should be looking at in terms of, yeah. especially pricing. Yeah. 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 No doubt. And I think one of the things we need to think about, or, or at least appreciate is that there's, that we should want to work with the people who value what we're doing. Absolutely. Equally or more than the investment they're making. Absolutely. One of the things that uh, we sometimes get caught up in is, well, uh, the, the issue is, is that if I, if I charge too much, people can't afford it or, or something like that. And then, yeah. then they get, then they get into these weird kinds of things. But the thing to think about is that people who uh, resonate with you will pay what it is you're charging because they see the value yeah. and you really have to go after those clients that are in uh, that are your messaging speaks to. And so it gets, so pricing and messaging and all those things are kind of tied together. And sometimes we send out messages that are not, you know, we're, we're attracting the wrong kind of people to us. Yeah, and so right. it's not, it's not really that, you know, they can't afford it. It's just that our messaging says, they shouldn't be able to afford it or it should be cheaper or whatever, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. we're doing it. In many cases, we're doing it to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, that I um, completely agree with. And, and uh, you know, I think we all do it. I think mm -hmm. we, we have that weird uh, messaging <laughs> that goes on in our head that, that is so, like self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Wow. We're real good at that. We're real good at that. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good thing. It's a mistake. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. And what is the fifth? The fifth one is not getting help. You know, it's like, you know, as entrepreneurs, we obviously, we know everything, you know, otherwise we wouldn't be an entrepreneur. Uh, but here's what's happening. We live so much in our heads, especially solopreneurs. Oh gosh. We live in our heads. And if you don't get an outside, you know, opinion at some yeah. point, you know, a, a coach or, or one of the services or, you know, something like the Small Business Development Center or something, you know, where you can get some kind of feedback on what you're doing from time to time, then you're just, you're just sort of going in a vicious cycle sometimes. And you yeah. wonder why I'm not getting anywhere and you're not getting anywhere because those same, those same thoughts are running through your head and you're making those same silly mistakes over again, over and over again. So you're just, you're just going in this vicious cycle. And until you stop and really realize that it's okay to get help, then you, you run the risk of really just running yourself into the ground, both physically, mentally, and your business. And isn't it a weird thing that we think we're supposed to know everything when really we got into, it's sort of it, like, it goes back to the first mistake. I think it was the first one, first or second, where, where we're really good at something, mm -hmm. but we're not necessarily good at being business owners or knowing our numbers or like any of those things. So why would we think that we were supposed to have all the answers? Yeah, it's the kind of thing where, you know, I used to wonder why, why people had, I used to work uh, as a financial consultant and working with, in personal finance. And I used to wonder why people were so bad with, with their finances. And it finally came to me one day, it's like that because they don't teach it in school, yeah. many people think it's supposed to be intuitive. Ah. And if it's not, you know, if you don't have it, if you're not good at it, then you're just not very smart. You know, I mean, that's, this is what, pe this is what runs through my head. I can't ask anybody for help because then they'll know that I'm not smart. Yeah. And I, you know, and the, my whole thing, I spend a lot of time just educating people on the fact that they don't teach it in school, but they should teach it in school because it is not intuitive. Yeah. It's one of those kinds of things where there are rules, there are different lessons that you can learn. And once you learn those, then you can be off rocking, you know, but yeah. as long as you want to stay mucked and mired and if I ask for help, then people will think I'm dumb, then you're not going to get anywhere kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Yep. That's so weird. I, I mean, when you, you know, when you talk about it and you think, okay, hang on a second, you know, <laughs> uh, why would it be intuitive? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the only thing I could come up with is yeah. that I think it's supposed to be intuitive. You know, yeah. I'm supposed to know this already. Right. You know, I come right. out of the womb knowing how to manage my money. <laughs> <laughs> and if I can't do that, I'm a dumb baby, you know, kind of right. thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's really, it's really understanding that so much of what we have been brainwashed to believe has been because it, it helps other people in a sense. So all of the creditors love you when you don't know how to manage your money. Ah, yeah. they, they love you. They, they want, you know, this like, come, we'll help you. We'll loan you money. We'll give you credit cards. We'll, you know, to anything yeah. to try and, and take you down. And that at once you understand how all of that works, 
then it becomes, okay, maybe that's not the best decision to make. Yeah, yeah. it's not the best decision to make. Get educated. <laughs> Get educated. You know? <laughs> Boy, no kidding. I, someone once said to me, um, and I think they said it to a group of people, that we, we grow up being told that it isn't polite to talk about money. Mm-hmm. And then we start a business, and all of a sudden, we're supposed to talk about money. <laughs> you know? Wait a minute, what? Yeah, and I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it because it's like, uh, you know, I know I'm not supposed to talk about that. But isn't it strange how we can talk about everything else? Yeah. I mean, really personal stuff. I mean, it's like, dude, money is an inanimate object. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, some of the personal stuff that people will talk about, it's like TMI, TMI. I don't want to know that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't want to know that. Thank you. Thank you. Right, right. And you don't have to tell me some of the money stuff either, but... You got to know it. Yeah. You got to know it. And if you've got questions, ask your questions. I'm not going to, you know, it's, it's like uh, uh, one of the things that I, one of my clients said to me is that, you know, I like working with you because there's no judgment. And they're like, yeah. no, I don't judge you. I mean, it's like you are where you're at. You know, you are where you are. And so yeah. we start there and we move forward. But yeah. you can't go backwards because remember, once I've said it, yeah. you can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> You ready, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that is so great. I just (laughs) love that. Okay, so if someone's listening and um, they're thinking to themselves, okay, I do, I I love this, what you said about, you know, they have a bookkeeper or CPA, so they don't think they need to know that information. So so they're thinking to themselves, well, yeah, you know, that that is how I've been doing things. Is, (laughs) Is there, is there, particular information that you like would that you would say to them okay when you step listening to this get a hold of your bookkeeper and ask them for x information you know tell them you want to see you know daily report whatever i mean is there something that you think they they could be getting from that person you know proactively yeah, I think that a lot of people, what they do is their their bookkeepers, their accountants, give them their, you know, their reports or their statements, and they take those things and put them in a drawer. And that's the wrong thing to do. I mean, it's like they look at them and go, uh-huh, and put that in a drawer. And it's like, no, what you need to do is you need to either do a couple, one of one of two things. Number one is you need to ask them for specific things like what were my revenues, which which products or services uh, did I, you know, do well on, you know, different, and it's going to depend differently for each business, but yeah. understanding your revenues, your sales and your expenses are going to be two top things that you always want to know and, and your profit. So profit is actually your sales or revenue minus your expenses. And so you want to know at least those three numbers and you can ask them to pull those numbers out for you and give them to you. Uh, when I work with clients, we put together just really uh, nice little dashboards that have places for those things so they can see it graphically. And uh, oh. they just ask their accountant or their bookkeeper to give them those, those numbers or plug that in to their dashboard each week so that every week they see an update and they can see that graphically. At a minimum, those are the things that you need to know. 
depending upon the type of business you have, you may, there may be other things that are really important for you to know, but you need to know what's coming in, what's going out and what's left over minimum. Yeah. And, and I'm so glad that you said that. I, I think one of the, you and I have talked about this, that, that there, it's one thing to get revenue. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other thing to have profit. Absolutely. Right. And so when you were talking before about these companies that, break even or lose money mm-hmm. it, because they're not, they're either spending too much or they're not pricing mm-hmm. with, with effective margins because they don't know what their expenses are. Right. And so many of them, I just did taxes, so I can tell you this. <laughs> so many of them don't even know they're losing money. They don't, they wow. don't have the concept because they never got those numbers. And until they see their tax return, they don't know if they made or lost money. Wow. You know, if you catch them at any time during the year and say, are you making money? Are you losing money? Are you breaking even? They'll go, I don't know. Wow. And, and the, here's the thing. They look and say, they look in their bank account. Okay. I've still got money there. I yeah, must be making money. I must be making money because I still yeah. got money in there. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like, it's like one of those things that, that what this, this joke, how this joke goes. It's like, I still have checks, so I must have money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You've got checks, you've got money, you know, so yeah. Yeah, yeah I had a client who would do that. And, and so <laughs> the, the person in accounting had to keep like moving money yeah. the minute, like the first thing in the morning before the client even got in, they had to move money out of the account so he didn't see money in there. Yes. Right? Because they're like, okay, go pay these. Like, no, 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 no. That money's yeah, not really no, there. No. Right. There's nothing there. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, no. I, some of my clients, I we do, we put things on autopilot for them because if they see it, it's gone. Yeah. If they see it, it's gone. So yeah. uh, you, we have to automatically have funds shifted from one account to another account so that it goes into the appropriate things to pay the bills, to do other things. Otherwise, if they see money, it's like, yeah, I got money. Let's go out. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh my gosh. So Patricia, I so appreciate this, this conversation, this information. Will will you tell the listeners um, how they can find you and, and what you got going on, please? Well, uh, they can always find me at ps at psworth.com or, or go to psworth.com. You can actually download these five, uh, these five mistakes that business owners make and uh, really take a look at some of the things that we offer there. I'm all, also all over social media on LinkedIn. Please connect with me there or uh, Facebook, all Twitter, Instagram. I'm there. <laughs> Tell everybody about your podcast. Uh, the podcast is called So Boss 360. And So Boss 360 is all about creating uh, money bosses. I think that uh, everybody should be a money boss, especially if you're a business owner. There's no excuse for you not to be a money boss. And being a money boss means that you uh, actually understand your finances or you're learning to understand your finances. And you're also building a business that is based upon being able to take your numbers and understand what they mean and things like that. So we have all kinds of guests, including the person who's interviewing (laughs) me now as a guest on our podcast. So uh, please check us out. We're on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all over the place. Nice. Very good. Well, thank you. And, And folks, seriously, 
visit the website and go, go listen to the podcast. I mean, it is, it is really incredible information. Uh, and listeners, thank you. Uh, we are doing this for you, you know, trying to improve the world one small business at a time. I would also like to thank our sponsor, audible.com. Head on over to audibletrial.com slash business growth and get your free trial and then explore. Check out the audiobooks, check out the podcasts, the guided meditations, all the stuff that's there for you to listen to. As always, remember to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) Right.